Hello, Aquarius friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Aquarius January 2024 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. I'm calling the theme of this month for Aquarius, Wolf Moon Boom, as we have that very powerful full moon in Leo, which opposes your sign. That's why it's of specific significance for you. And it also has aspects with Pluto and Chiron and Mars, and it is going to be a humdinger. So we're going to talk about that, but we have lots of other things to talk about as well. This is for you if Aquarius is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Aquarius placement that you are listening for. What I'm going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Aquarius friend, so birthdays around February 15th through the rest of the sign, or um, degrees around 23 degrees of Aquarius through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Pisces report, as your very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. Okay, I'm going to flash the chart on the screen so that those of you who want to follow along, I think I have it formatted better this time where it fits into the um, to the screen so you don't have to take multiple screenshots like the, the chaos last month. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so if you're not interested, if, of course, all of this is for the YouTube viewers. If you're listening through podcasts that you're not having the visual, um, but if you want the visual, you can go to Annie Botticelli on YouTube. Uh, so I'm going to flash the picture here of the chart for those of you who want to follow along. For those of you who the chart makes you want to run screaming, I'll go back to my slideshow here now. Okay. So happy new year. First of all, that's, you know, very exciting. We've got a new year in many ways that feels like a new year, partly because of all the karma that cleared from that really crazy ending of the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle in the fall or spring for you all down under. You know, there is a lot of karma that cleared out with those eclipses, that eclipse cycle. And, you know, many people are feeling like free and new and shiny and less encumbered from that stress and drama. So if you went through hardships at that time, then I'm so sorry. I, I also did um, myself. You know, it was, a, it was a very, very, very emotional, difficult time. October in particular was very difficult. And some of you may have still been reeling in the final months of the year from that. So, um, but now is a time where energy is clearing up from that and there's new energy for a new year. So not only do we start the new year with Mercury actually going direct on January 1st, you know, it can be a little chaotic with Mercury going direct. You know, it takes a few days to start to regulate. It will take till the 21st for the little sleepiness of Mercury to get uh, situated. But a few days before the new year, we also had Jupiter go direct after sleeping since September. So not only will you notice awakening and newness as the month progresses from Mercury waking up and that chaos and confusion, you know, um, and scheduling issues and communication problems starting to clear as the month goes on. But you'll also notice the big picture, big vision, you know, bigger projects waking up from that gas giant going direct. So that is very exciting. In general, Jupiter can rule big projects, big dreams, big visions, specifically for Aquarius. This is waking up things in your fourth house of home and family and housing and real estate. So if you had some things going backwards for the last quarter of the month, you may notice that those things are starting to roll forward again. Um, and that Jupiter's luck and benevolence that may have seemed to have been lost for a while may start showing its graces again. There's also um, energy in, in Jupiter and Taurus, of course, of finances being expanded and material, your experience of the material being expanded in some way. This story of Jupiter in your fourth house is going to continue into May of 2024. Now, it is also very important for me to note this 
uh, reading that I'm giving you right now is Aquarius specific. But in order to have the fullest picture of January 2024, I am, I also made another separate video called Wolf Moon Mischief, which does talk about some of the things we're going to talk about here for you for the Wolf Moon, but it goes over a lot of the general aspects of the month. Um, or general things about the month. So I see them as companions, this thing you're listening to now and that one. So make sure you also listen to that because you won't get a complete picture of the month without it. Um, since I give that information for all signs within the sign specific videos, it would have made them longer. So what I, what I'm doing now is I'm having just the sign specific, uh, recording. And then I'll have the recording that's true for everyone. So it'll be your job to listen to that. But I'm going to make it easy for you. If you're um, for the podcast or for YouTube, look in the notes underneath the podcast or video, and I'll have it linked there. YouTube viewers, you'll also find it in the playlist after this reading. Okay, so I just wanted to point that out because you definitely will want to listen to both. All right, so now let's talk about some other things that are specific to Aquarius. We've got beginning the month, Venus, star goddess Ceres, Mercury, Mars, all still in Sagittarius, right? So that's kind of a lot of Sagittarius energy in a time that's usually Capricornian. And for Aquarius, that's really good news because those angles that are made with those Sagittarius planets are 60 degree angles of opportunity, opportunity knocking, and you have to answer the door. It's the kind of thing that you need to do something with the opportunity or it fizzles out and nothing comes of it. Okay. So action oriented energy this month, for sure. This is enlivening your house of friendships and social relationships. So you may have a lot of activity there. It may be a time to say yes to networking, maybe a time to say yes, you know, to friendships and groups and online communities or in person things. It's a very social gregarious type of energy. And it's also full of opportunities for learning and teaching. So your perfect education program may co- come up here at this time, or you as a teacher, your, you know, your role as a teacher may evolve with these Sagittarian placements and also the energy of different cultures and different languages and different, you know, uh, and travel, long distance travel that all may be coming up from this continued Sagittarius energy, especially as it relates to groups, like maybe traveling with a group, you know, or, or traveling, um, to a place where there are like-minded people where you want to connect with these people in ways that feel fulfilling for you. It's a time for you to put your creative efforts towards a bigger picture, and you'll have many opportunities to do that. Now, as the sun continues to light up your 12th house, you may start to get a little bit uncomfortable. And this happens in the weeks before your birthday every year. If you're listening for another placement besides a sun in Aquarius, this still happens for you as well. So, before the sun gets to cross over whatever your Aquarius placement is, it spends weeks in the 12th house. And when that happens, it's like a dark place. The the 12th house is the house of the unconscious mind. It's where all the fears and all of the addictions and all of the, you know, human just yucky stuff that we do as humans and the ancestral patterning and you know, the, the psychological space is, is there. So when the, the, the sun comes through, it's like a giant spotlight and it shows you the cobwebs and it shows you all the gross stuff. And some people try to medicate or party their way out of that discomfort. I am a huge advocate of not doing that. You know, I'm not judging you for doing it. I want you to get help. This is a human addiction is a human problem. It manifests differently for different people. Some people it's substances, some people it's other things, but 
This could be a time where you can explore that space through psychotherapy, through spiritual work, through meditation, through all different kinds of things. And instead of fearing the discomfort that comes up there and automatically trying to stuff it, this could be a time where you become empowered in clearing out that space and accessing the gold because the same way as there may be yucky vermin stuff up in the attic of your being, there could be ancestral gold parts of your being and your genetics that could activate through the form of hidden talents, Um, you know, discoveries that can be made where you can change your epigenetics to change your experience. So this can be a time full of discovery that happens right before the sun crosses over your placement. And if it is going to be your birthday at the end of the month, happy birthday, Aquarius friends. There is a little person close to me um, who is a January Aquarius, and you will see her artwork. You have been seeing her artwork, um, and you will see a little blip of her artwork at the end here. She made a special one for you um, this month, so you can see the art by Avalon at the end. But this is a time for birthdays, and birthdays are a magical gift from the universe where the universe is especially receptive to your desires. Okay, so make your birthday wishes, say them out loud, feel them as if they've already come true. If you have a different Aquarius placement other than your sun, you can make your your intentions. The sun equally represents desire as it does intention. And these are different energies. Think about a desire. A desire is something, oh, I want, please give it to me, right? And an intention is, I am going to do this, right? There is a pushing outward of this energy and the sun represents that. There is a, an asking, a surrender of the energy when we wish for something. And specifically, birthdays are really good for wishing, like surrendering rather than trying to intend, okay? But if it's not your, I mean, you can do whatever feels best for you, of course, but I just wanted to talk about the difference because that's what I've noticed over time. But the intention energy is really good for those of you with other Aquarius placements. I intend to do this or I intend to shift this. Um, I intend to conquer my fears and be Harry Potter and see the um, that the villain is actually inside of my consciousness that I can clear out instead of having to project it outside. Okay, so let's see what else we've got going on here. As the planet, so if you're looking at the chart, you'll see Venus and Ceres and Mercury and Mars in Sagittarius, that red arrow thing. That's the Sag sign. As the month progresses, we're going to have movement into Capricorn. Okay, Mars will get there soon. Mercury will get there. Um, Venus will get there. And the sun will be there. And then so we have all of those placements in Capricorn bringing you down to work. It's basically a back to work. The Sagittarius party will be shifting. Now is a time to clean up any saggy messes that you've made from excess and zealotry. It's a time to do, you know, work on your taxes. It's a time to do your new year paperwork. It's a time to do tedious tasks and you'll have more perseverance to do that because of these Capricorn energies. Also, it's fantastic for ambition and for um, action. A lot of times when Jupiter's in retrograde, people get really uninspired and things that they were super excited about, they either don't have time for it, there are blocks to it, or they don't care. So you'll notice that things that you were excited about before may start to come back now that Jupiter is direct. 
And you might be able to use this nice tangible energy to get a bunch of stuff done. Let's say you were in a flexible school program and you were slacking or you were not interested. You may go back to it with a fervor and just bust through a massive amount of curriculum in a short amount of time. Because, you know, this is this is the nature of Capricorn. So you will see that lighting up for you. And as those Capricorn energies roll through, they all are going to light up your 12th house, which could make your dream life very busy. It could make your connection to the ethereal realms very busy. Um, and also it favors things behind closed doors. So privacy, doing stuff in your nest. I did tell you that those saggy energies as they moved through your um, 11th house could be very gregarious and very social, but you'll see that energy start to shift, you know, and it will become a hybrid energy where, oh, I don't want to go out and see anyone ever again. And then the next day you're, you know, in full social mode. So both of these energies will be present and you may weave back and forth between them, but you may just need to rest and work on, work on some things in private. Then as the sun moves into Aquarius in the days around the 21st of January, that will start the trend that will continue as the rest of the planets will eventually get into Aquarius. And for you, this lights up your energy of rebirth. If it's your birthday, it's your birthday. If it's not, it still is lighting up your first house. So for all Aquarius placements, your first house of your physical body and your relationship to your physical body is going to be lit up. Also, what you call yourself, like, Maybe you're an artist now and you're claiming that for yourself. You know, this is like how you, what you identify as, how you see yourself. Um, maybe you are an artist and you're trying to go back to school to become a veterinarian. You know, whatever it is, it's like the things that you identify as have a lot to do with this first house. So you might, you know, be a person with long hair. Now you want to make the decision to be a person with short hair. You know, this is very much about your image. This could be um, throw you into the limelight. As these energies get going this month and into next month, February. So it's very much about you, you being seen, you and what you're bringing to the world and the new refreshed ways that you want to do that. As the month progresses and the Mercury retrograde shadow clears, that clears by the 21st, um, it becomes a really good time to take important actions. And the um, January 11th is that new moon, you know, so besides all those other Capricorn placements, January 11th is that new moon um, in Capricorn, but we're not completely out of the, the Mercury shadow uh, yet at that point. So kind of it's like the whisper of the things to come. You can assert and affirm some ta tangible actions at that time, but towards the end of the month, you're going to have a lot of nice days and a lot of nice aspects for doing important things. And of those days, my favorite are the days around January 27th and 28th. We've just got a whopper of beautiful, three beautiful aspects at that time that just involve Jupiter with luck and expansion. They involve um, Uranus with sudden surprises. They involve Venus with love and beauty and money. And so, you know, that energy is awesome. But before we get to that, we have the wolf moon boom. So in the days around January 25th, we've got that full moon at five degrees of Leo. I'm actually going to flash a different um, picture on the screen. You guys are the only ones, I think, I'm not sure yet, that may see this one if you don't watch the, um, because in the general report, I also have this uh, chart, but here's the chart I'm looking at right now. So for those of you who are interested, I'll just flash it on there. You can take a picture and we'll get back to the screen show. Um, so 
but because this is, yeah, actually I'll probably show it to the Leos too, right? Because this is their full moon, but it's opposing your sign and there's a lot of drama around here. Okay. So you could have something amazing happen. And since we've got those nice aspects nearby, you might have a situation where there are challenges and there are awesome things happening at once, but this full moon is loaded. Okay. So fullness, completion, fruition, drama will come to the, um, Leo realm. So kids, romance, dating, creative projects, you, you know, being seen. And then we've got Chiron, the wounded healer, squaring Mars. You can see that in the blue square I have there. Mars, the god of war. So it's icky. You know, I, I don't issue the hide under a rock warning very often. I did it in October. And unfortunately, I was right about that. I did not want to be. October was a very bad month. Um, and I'm issuing that warning again. Now, while we have less things going on than we did in October, as far as, you know, negative things, thank goodness, this is pretty, you know, this is pretty sketchy. So in the days around the 25th, be extra careful, don't antagonize people, um, protect your physical body. You know, this is kind of like a whopper. But what it could be good for is cracking out of an old matrix. There may be something dramatic that happens that makes you take necessary action to positively change your life. And sometimes we need these pressure points in order to do that. Pluto is also involved. Pluto is within five degrees of the sun of Aquarius. And so it's opposing the moon as well. So, you know, that's, it's pretty explosive energy. Um, you really need to look out and be careful. But if you are a spiritual seeker and you are determined to make your life better, this is the type of aspect that while it can be a little bit nasty, a little bit ugly, it's definitely something that can help you excavate very deeply and clear out things that are interfering with you living your best life. All right, so make sure you watch the January 2024 report. Look at it at the playlist at the end or on the notes underneath the video or podcast. Go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. Put your name and email address in to get access to my January 2024 write-up. You can look in the archives under January 2024 Astrology, plus all my other goodies there. Check out my secret star portal for my exclusive contents and my written horoscopes. You can, for each sign, each month early. You can also learn astrology with me. You can see all of this at AnnieHelpsYou.com. You'll see my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course, where I can take you from newbie to earning money as an astrologer with my comprehensive system. I'm really good at doing that. So if you're interested in learning astrology to help other people, definitely check that out. I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month. Bye.